0: Revolution, revolution, revolution. Awakening,
1: awakening, revolution, awakening, awakening.
2: Revolution, revolution, revolution. Awakening, 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 awakening. Boston Free Radio has no corporate agenda where independent media for the people your music, your voice, your station.
0: What's up? Hello, What's Revolution up? Awakening. We are back another day, another day, another, another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we have um yeah. good things happening.
0: We do. <laughs> We're just like in a giggly mood today because it is it's sunny. sunny.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like it's the second week in a row that it's been sunny and it's like Finally, it's I feel like it's been so. I mean, of course, it's still chilly, but the sun makes a huge difference in everybody's life. For sure, for so sure, we're excited about that.
1: Yes, and we have a great episode today because today we are talking to Sustainable Sea Coast. Ooh, yeah, we're talking to Keith and um, the owners, founders of that organization that has been doing a lot of good in our seas.
0: Yeah, we're really, really excited to talk to them. Um, so they are a eco-friendly company that is working kind of on a larger scale um with other people um more so restaurants yeah. and bigger companies and things like that to get more involved with keeping our ecosystem safe especially our oceans mm-hmm. specifically our oceans because you know the world is made up of 70% water and mm-hmm. without fish in our oceans it's an entire ecosystem that's crashing and then therefore the rest of the ecosystems will crash mm-hmm.
1: so matter of time so yeah they're doing some wonderful things um they're really into eliminating single use plastics in the Mm -hmm. ocean so i know that the whole like straw thing is going down yeah um everybody's you know on that trend right now a lot of boston restaurants especially are getting
0: rid of straws yeah, yeah i'm like or I've had like a couple paper uh, paper straws at a few places. I had like a pasta straw somewhere. Oh hey! So I feel like they're I like that making you can eat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they're making um, changes, and I've definitely seen that.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to be talking to them in about ten minutes. So before we get into the whole topic of what sustainable Sea Coast is, mm-hmm. what they're doing, and all that, we kind of wanted to give you some facts um, about the sea and about some pollution things for you that may not, you know really
0: know these things. Yeah. I feel like some people choose not to know them, but it's definitely something that we need to talk about, and yeah. that is really important. This mm-hmm. isn't something that like needs to be talked about later. Like This needs to be talked about now, and we're so happy to have somebody on later to kind of get us jump-started on that, but until then, here are some cool facts yes. about what's happening.
1: Um, well, maybe not so cool. Not cool, <laughs> yeah. Not cool, but to know. Um, plastic is one of the most common ocean pollutants, um, and Unfortunately, it does not break down, um, not rapidly at least anyways, and marine life eats a lot of these things Mm -hmm. um, because they mistake it for food, Mm -hmm. and this is why we have a big epidemic with a lot of um, sea life dying Mm -hmm. or, you know, getting hurt or things that are unfortunate, and it's because these things can really be um, not necessarily maybe fully eliminated, but Almost controlled if we're conscious about right. making decisions. Um, and people kind of think like, "Oh, is it people just like throwing it into the water?" Not necessarily. Um, right. It seems that a lot of this, these pollutants are coming from like land, landfills, right. um, and then that travel in through the sewer system and what have you. So um, unfortunately, that happens, and we do have landfills mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't really recycle so much. Um, yeah. I know that in certain towns and stuff, they it's a mandatory thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely see a lot of unrecycled stuff. Um,
0: For sure, I feel like I always ask if people recycle, and I'm kind of surprised how many people don't.
1: Mm. And I remember I worked in a big, um, actually I worked at TJX, which like takes yeah. over TJ Maxx and all of the like AC Moore, all those stores. So a huge Um And. I found out. I mean, this might not be true, but I'm pretty sure it is true. Because when I was working in the building, my friend worked security, yep. and he was like, "We threw out so much paper, because right. that's all it was—like just paper that printing," and. We would all put it in one like paper mm-hmm. type of bin, but he was like, those don't get recycled and throw it out with the rest of everything else.
0: <gasps> oh, they just like, pretend? I guess. Well, that's what he
1: said. And this that's was a funny. long time ago. And hopefully TJX has changed their businesses practices. Calling <laughs> <laughs> Right. But I mean, like these are t- the types of things. And I'm really glad that Sustainable Seacoast works with restaurants right. um, because that is making it in a whole bigger level mm-hmm. than, you know, just telling your neighbor and whatnot. Um, but unfortunately, over 1 million seabirds are killed by ocean pollution each year. Wow. 300,000 dolphins um, die each year as a result of becoming entangled in discarded fishing nets, um, among with a lot of other things. That's crazy. 100,000 sea mammals are killed in the ocean
0: by pollution each year. Which is those are like st- crazy, staggering numbers. Like that's. And this Should is be very eye-opening. And this
1: is a human's fault. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, because, I mean, animals aren't making plastic, so. Right. And
0: I remember being, growing up, too, like,
1: plastics make it possible. Like, that was the slogan, yeah. you know? And Everything was plastic. And I'm not saying that it's, like, we shouldn't have any plastic, but I think there's, you know, a lot better options of plastic mm-hmm. out there, too, like, BPA-free and...
0: Certain things. Well, there's also other resources that we can use to make plastic. Um, I know I've seen a couple different articles talking about a certain kind of like algae, like sea algae, that Mm -hmm. can be turned into, or like hemp can be turned into plastic. So you can use plastic bags and containers, and there's also new, or I guess they're not new, but I've seen other things like um, reusable fabric. It's almost like a sticky fabric. It has that beeswax. We saw it at Clover the other day. And you can wrap your Food up in that instead of using sticky wrap and mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. so they're definitely becoming more and more options that are definitely more accessible too
1: yes and so that's why i feel like we're at a time where maybe before we didn't have a lot of options mm-hmm. so there was that kind of excuse but right. if you care then you're going to educate yourself and then you're actually going to be able to um you know help the ocean right. and help your fellow sea mammals and what have you um and I know, I'm hoping a lot of people know that there is a fact that there is a garbage ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they call it like a garbage island. Um, yeah, it's like an island.
0: island. <laughs> and it's like, what, as big as Texas? I mean, I feel like it was as big as Texas it before. I think it's bigger now, I twice would assume. It's the size of Texas wow. inside the Pacific Ocean. Um,
1: and it's off of the coast of California, I believe. It's the largest um, ocean Oceanic garbage site in the entire world. That's just like that's disgusting. wild. Disgusting. Like, and I've seen a lot of different types of um like, um, documentaries mm-hmm. and things that show you the actual pictures of that, and yeah. it's it's horrifying. Like, I know it, it's horrifying. It so. really is. I'm glad that people are bringing attention. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be speaking with them um, in just a few minutes. Keith and Kate, they are the co-founders of Sustainable Seacoast. You can always get more information, too, on um, their website. We're going to be plugging in all of their social media accounts and all that so you can up-to-date with what they're doing and how mm-hmm. you can be involved um.
0: yeah because they have a couple other things too you can get information through them and then they do have something that is um, a membership program which we are going to find out all the details a little bit later when we get them on the show how you can get more involved if this is something that really really sparks your interest um, and you really want to kind of get involved in making a difference in the oceans
1: yeah so With that being said, we're just going to take a quick little break here and um, right after that we're going to talk with our Sustainable Seacoast friends.
0: So we're speaking with Keith and Kate. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you on. Um, I'm Jules, like I said, and I'm here with Angelica. Hello. And we were just telling our guests a moment ago kind of some facts about the ocean and a couple things about you. But before we get started, um, tell us about yourselves and kind of how you came together and created Sustainable Seacoast. Um, you know, a little bit about your background and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. Um. Kate and I are married. We own a wedding photography business together. We started that about five years ago and have, um, through that, have traveled all around the world and and are mostly around the country. And um, have always both considered ourselves environmentalists Mm -hmm. and um, doing our part to try and protect uh, or or at least reduce our impact on, on the world. And uh, it was that commitment that kind of wound its way around to us doing volunteer work with several different organizations with beach cleanups and um, community cleanups and things like that. And that that got us to a point where we were we were making commitments in our lives, like reducing plastic, um, committing to not use single-use plastic water bottles in our own lives, or committing to, to not use disposable coffee cups in our own lives – and so as you kind of go down these roads, you start to get a little bit more fanatical about these things. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and we got to a point where we decided we needed to take the next step and start to um, sort of hop over the counter with restaurants, work with them and sort of consult them to or act in a consulting capacity rather to offer them solutions and alternatives to single-use plastics.
1: Very nice. I love that. Um, Especially that you're getting into like a bigger field of it rather than just like saying, you know, don't use straws, but you're actually going into those restaurants. Um, And when we were looking on your website, I know that you had some membership options. So could you kind of explain like what the difference is between um, like just the regular membership rather than a restaurant
2: membership and how that works? Sure. Yeah. So we we wanted this to be a really um, a community kind of cooperative type thing. So um, basically what the overall goal is, is to have the entire community come together celebrating, um, you know, less disposables and and Kind of a more sustainable practices so we did that through having two different types of memberships one is a restaurant member which um, means that we go into the restaurants and kind of have a little consultation with them um, to try and help them with their practices to reduce uh, the number of single-use type items that they have and then um, it's a free service that we provide for them and then when they meet all the criteria and are kind of on board, then they become a member.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And what it means to be a um, a patron member is that you're not a restaurant owner; you're basically just um, anyone, mm-hmm. and you want to support the mission and help us to be able to go into the restaurants and um, feel good about about partnering with with us to be able to do that. Um, and we also. Try and do a lot of special events for both the the patron members and the restaurant members for education and um, kind of coming together in the different restaurant spaces for pop-up events. And am I missing anything, Keith? Uh, you're you're kind of dotting all the eyes, I guess. <laughs> so that's kind of the basic gist of it. So we're we're based in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and it's kind of um, been a pretty local thing from here, um, getting restaurants and and community members on board to to celebrate a more sustainable future. Love
3: it. So thank yeah. you uh kate missed a couple points on the patron membership is that um it costs 25 bucks a year Mm -hmm. and what that does is help fund what we do with restaurants and for that the patron members also some of the restaurants provide benefits back to the patron members as a thank you for the support in sometimes it's uh discounts or sometimes it's special offers to the patron members
1: Oh, very cool. I love that. And it's so affordable, too. I mean, $25 to make such a big difference makes sense.
0: And I love how it's a local thing. So you're really getting the community involved and helping them make them feel like they're making a big difference, which Mm -hmm. I, I think is really awesome. Now, I wanted to ask, do you guys actually I was reading through your website, but I don't know if I saw it clearly. Do you actually make products for restaurants or do you help to get them in touch with people who are making these products and things like that so that they're not using one time use plastics?
3: Yeah that that's a great question. We don't we don't create anything. Okay. We sort of act as facilitators to connect each restaurant mm-hmm. with the correct solution for them. So one of the things that we We definitely learned early on in this process is that every single restaurant has a unique situation, so we can't kind of go into a restaurant and assume that they're going to fit into a particular box and we're going to provide them with a particular solution. Mm -hmm. So we we approach each restaurant with an open mind and try and work with them within their systems to, to take whatever steps we can to start that journey towards reducing their impact. So sometimes that means... Uh, We heard, you know, earlier in your show talking about paper straws. Sometimes that means getting away from plastic straws. Sometimes that means um, starting to use reusables rather than Mm -hmm. disposables. So imagine going to a coffee shop and they would ask you if it was for here to go. And then you would use a a porcelain mug if you were going to hang out at the coffee shop rather than just taking a disposable, drinking it there and throwing it away.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. And honestly, like I go to a lot of different places and I'm seeing this more and more being implemented or like they actually have like three different types of trash can Mm -hmm. containers where it's like if you got it from this place you can throw it here Mm -hmm. if you got it from the outside throw it in this container Um, and so do you work mostly in like the New Hampshire area is it more like east coast like north northeast or are you expanding at all
3: Um, yeah that's another great question so we are focusing locally on the seacoast area around um, New Hampshire, northern, kind of north shore area for you guys, and um, southern Maine coast, so around Newburyport up to sort of Portland and then sort of inland to like um, Durham and Exeter and things like that. So a relatively focused area. Um, we found that our solutions are, are really well um, accepted by local, kind of local standards, so I, we heard you guys earlier on talking about some of those big global numbers, like you know, mm-hmm. um, one of the big one of the big numbers over the summer was 500 million straws are used every day in the U.S. Right? Every wow, day. every and
0: single day. It's crazy. That's
3: those insane. those larger numbers are really kind of hard to get your hands, heads around, right? Mm-hmm. But when we can when we can use small kind of local numbers and local area restaurants and things like that to help people kind of get a grip on the impact that they're having then it's much easier for people to to kind of do their part to pitch in so one of the one of our success stories this year was working with a um a theater here in portsmouth called the music hall and their their previous offerings if you were if you were at the theater and you wanted to get something to drink whether it was a soda or a water it would come in a plastic bottle so plastic water bottles or plastic soda bottles that was the only option you had unless you were getting beer or um, coffee and so they reached out to us and asked us for help in improving their sustainability and reducing their impact and the first thing we did was start to work with them on figuring out solutions for their plastic bottles and on the surface it sounds like an easy thing right because mm-hmm. you know just get rid of them and start and start serving something else but they are a non-profit, so. The water bottles and the soda bottles were providing a, a pretty decent source of revenue for them. They were making, I think, close to $40,000 a year selling wow. um, bottled water. Mm-hmm. Um, what we ended up doing is is providing them alternatives and, and we're hooking them up with a couple different businesses. One of them is down in your area called Blue Drop Water, who came up, installed a filtration system and sparkling water and put it all on this really gorgeous tap system. And now people are able to purchase water. And have it in a either compostable cup or one of their reusable cups, and have eliminated over 22,000 plastic bottles a year from their um, from their stream.
1: And that's just from one restaurant right. or, or establishment. That's that's insane. And to know those numbers like that, re- and it's like local. It's like right. one place rather than the, you know. I like that.
0: Yeah, those bigger numbers. It's more eye-opening to see like what your community is actually right. doing and mm-hmm. what
2: kind of impact they're actually making. Definitely, and the, and the key is that we were able to make this change without their losing any of that revenue that they were getting. Mm-hmm. So um, being able to work one-on-one with restaurants to show them that it is a, um, an affordable thing to do is really key to making it work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Question, for the recyclable or compostable type of products that you are implementing for other restaurants, what kind of materials do they, are they made of?
3: So it depends on the product itself. Um, you've probably seen in, in coffee shops or juice shops, they, they have these um, compostable plastic cups. So they are, they're made out of a product called polylactic acid, or PLA for short. It's a, it's a polymer that's made out of uh, cornstarch or other plant materials. It looks and feels and, and everything just like plastic but when it's put into a commercial composting facility it breaks down and and can return to soil um the key to that is knowing that it has to go into a commercial composting facility if it ends up in the garbage or if it ends up in the ocean it's it's just it's basically the same as a regular plastic cup lasting mm-hmm. lasting just as long and taking um and having a harder time to break down is one point but more importantly it, it represents the same physical dangers to sea life so if it's a compostable plastic and it ends up in the ocean, it still represents the same kind of danger to turtles or, 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 or fish for for those types of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and remind us again when you guys got established in, in um, Sustainable Seacoast, like what year did you guys start?
3: Actually, we just started last year around this time, so we're coming around our one-year anniversary right
0: now. Oh, my God, congratulations. That's exciting. Um, So can you tell us, like, any challenges that you may have faced when you guys were kind of having this vision and wanting to bring this up? Because I know for myself, you know, I've talked to plenty of people that are like, you can't make that much of a difference doing, you know, one-person recycling and things like that. So was there any, like, pushback in your ideas or anything, anything like that that you want to shed some light on?
3: That's uh, that's an awesome question.
0: I,
2: I think we've come across a couple of things over and over again. One of them is a lack of understanding mm-hmm. by people. Um, when, when presented with options, you know, like you're at a coffee shop, for instance, and you're going to throw out whatever you've just gotten, and you have three options. You have the bin that's marked landfill. You have the bin that's marked recycle. And one that's maybe, hopefully, um, you have a compost bin as well. Mm-hmm. And um, people are just really not um, knowledgeable enough to understand what goes in which. And, um, so one of the, one of the hardest things that we've, we've had to deal with is kind of, um, educating, uh, educating people to understand, okay, well, um, what is a compostable plastic and what does go in the compost, um, and all sorts of uh, all sorts of things around that, um, because the the most common misconception is that a compostable plastic can be put in your backyard compost and it will degrade, mm. which is False, um, or that if it if it gets out in the wild, eventually it'll degrade, um, which is also not true. So it has to reach um, a certain temperature that can only be achieved in a commercial composter. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there's a lot of kind of issues around that. Um, but then also the way that the industry is, um, it's kind of uh, created to really circle around single-use um, and so we no longer have the ability to um, to think about multiple-use type situations the way that we did maybe 50, 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, food safety laws have changed, so it prohibits some places from being able to have reusable items. Um, so there's a whole bunch of different, different challenges that, that we face today that we didn't face before. Um, Can I back up and and
3: touch on on something that you said about people, people commenting that you making making one effort or another doesn't doesn't have any kind of impact and I, I I would like to just kind of, I don't want to use any bad words but Mm -hmm. call BS on that. because. (laughs) because that's that's just a ridiculous statement to make to to sit there and 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 say well my reason for not doing anything is because it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know in the end it for me anyway personally the way i live my life is that it does matter because at the end of the day i have the ability to to have you know the 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 peace of mind or the confidence in knowing that I've done the best thing I can do in within my values to 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 be a, a good steward to the environment and a and a good member of our community uh, a good citizen to the world essentially mm-hmm. so the idea that well I'm just going to go all willy nilly buy trash throw it in the ocean and not care mm-hmm. is, is just sort of silly. Um, and this, the notion that, that, that obviously we all know that the notion, or we can we can we can begin to understand anyway that the notion that one person can't have an impact. While while individually, sure, that's true. Like if I was the only person around here, just just you know minding minding what I do and, and trying to to reduce my impact, then that wouldn't have a any kind of um, regional or global impact. Mm-hmm. But even before we started Sustainable Seacoast. We we made commitments within ourselves. So years ago, before even the, before the turtle video came out, we committed to ourselves to stop using plastic straws. Mm-hmm. Every restaurant we went to, we said, no straw, please, no straw, please, for, for years. Mm-hmm. And what that evolved into was people who we were out to dinner with noticing it, asking questions, starting conversations. And next thing you know, our friends are t- pe- texting us pictures from restaurants at, while they're going out on their own sending us pictures of their drinks without straws in them saying hey we asked for no straws so you can make a difference and 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 movements can start to spread in that way and in the end it does matter because you have that ability to live the best life that you can live for yourself and your values
1: yes for sure I totally mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 100% percent mm-hmm. um, and then for 2019 is coming mm-hmm. up so do you have any like new plans for your establishment or anything um, like goals
3: Yeah, we're quitting. (laughs) 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 No, but for um, him. (laughs) It's been a a crazy amount of work this past year. Um, So what we're doing now is trying to start working um, more focused for the beginning half of this year, or for the beginning portion of this year, this coming year rather, 2019, um, to focus on um, building up our structure for the organization itself, mm-hmm. so starting to build a larger team of people that can both handle the back end administrative stuff but also start to work out on um, outreach and education to sort of further our for, further our goals.
2: We've got a really great network of um, amazing restaurants in the area and it really um wanting to work more with them to make them stronger um, as they have different menu items that may come out and need different types of containers for them or. Um you know we 're always working with with restaurants to further their sustainability efforts and create new and inventive ways to do that, so um, we really want to focus on the the twenty five twenty six restaurants that we currently have um, as members and make them the best that they can be
3: that 's a great point We have um our last
2: checklist on our
3: on our requirements to become a restaurant member is that you have to continue to to put a consideration towards future sustainability. So it's not just like check these five things off and forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing, the seventh item, is that you commit to continuing your sustainable journey. So, you know, we've got restaurants that are that are making changes on a regular basis, and we're, and we're trying to make sure that they have the support that we can provide them to make those changes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have a list of the restaurants that is a part of your um vision
2: is it like on your website it is yeah if you go to sustainableseacoast.org, you will see a, a link in the top header that says restaurant directory on the right and click on that and that will be a whole list of restaurants um, that are currently members uh, you can click on each restaurant for specific information perfect Yay. that's awesome
1: um, in other then just your website for contact. Did you have other social media outlets like Facebook and um, Instagram? Could you give our listeners that information?
3: Yeah, it's Sustainable Seacoast for both. So, facebook.com slash sustainable seacoast and instagram.com slash sustainable seacoast.
1: Um, and do you have Twitter as well? <laughs> gotta ask. Uh,
3: so. Yeah, it is currently, <laughs> it's currently unused but we do have a sustain a uh, an an uh, shush, a Twitter account mm-hmm. and Twitter doesn't allow you to have that that long of a username so mm-hmm. I think uh. it's sustainable
2: Scene. It doesn't matter, cause we're
0: <laughs> <using> it. <laughs> right? I know that's so true. We're new to the Twitterverse too, so we're like a <laughs> yeah, I'm ask. For um, <laughs> and I, I know you mentioned something about wanting to expand and wanting to educate and stuff like that. Do you guys have any ideas as to how you want to educate like the general public? Like, since you're going to have a bigger facility, would you ever consider opening your doors to the general public to kind of talk about how you can get more involved, what you can do in your day to day life, or anything, any kind of vision like that that you'd like?
2: to share yeah we we currently have pop-up events for um for the community for generally um for members and um we do a a bunch of educational stuff there uh but we also do a number of public speaking engagements around the area and um uh keith just did uh, tedx Talk awesome. Speaking in local schools and uh, different conferences and workshops, and for larger companies um, that want to start making changes in their in their practices, having us to come and speak. So, um, so there's a number of opportunities, uh, but we definitely want to get a little bit more um, active locally with the, with the type of pop-up events that we do, um, and, and being able to explore different educational opportunities.
1: Nice. Um, I have a question. Do you work with any schools by chance, like cafeterias?
3: Uh, another great question. I filled with great questions today. <laughs> so um, no, we don't we don't officially work with any schools. I've done some speaking at or we slash have done some speaking at schools um, to different um, either um, environmental clubs at the schools or classrooms at the schools, but we don't work with them specifically there are there are, however, a lot of schools that are making incredibly great um, efforts in this area. I'm not sure how it is down there, but up in this area, we have one school. Last year, I think it was fourth graders, but I'm not sure. And I think it was Stratum, but I'm not sure. They lobbied. They they put together all sorts of research. Um, did a ton of did a, t- did a ton of work and put together presentations for the school board. Their school was using um, disposable plastic dinnerware so forks and knives and Hmm. things like that were all disposable and this class put together a presentation and lobbied the school board successfully to have them give them enough funding to purchase reusable um steel silverware for their cafeteria
1: oh wow that's awesome see that's why it's like it does it moves from like one little thought to one person to then it just gets bigger and bigger so don't underestimate the power of just yourself (laughs) i know seriously
0: um, Absolutely.
3: And, yeah. Um, it's, sorry of the great stuff happening in the schools up here. Mm-hmm.
0: That's awesome. And I wanted to ask, we like to ask everybody that comes on the show, um, you may have some of these practices, you may not, but we always are talking about like self-care and things like that, especially for business people and entrepreneurs. Are there anything that you guys like to do together or individually that kind of helps you stay grounded when you kind of get busy or anything like that that you like to, to do on your own free time?
3: Pulling out my hair. <laughs> so
2: we do it together. Oh, together. Uh, <laughs> we definitely love to go for walks on the on the beach, which mm. sounds
0: That's so cool. Really yeah, but I love um, that. The beach is amazing, so I totally get it.
2: <laughs> we didn't. We probably didn't do it half as much we before of, because we do a lot of beach cleanups. We mm-hmm. do a lot of
3: dog snuggling. We do a lot of dog <laughs> snuggling, Yeah. Um, we do, we do a lot of traveling.
2: Our dog, not random <laughs> dogs. <laughs> well, occasionally, random dogs. <laughs>
3: Um we do a lot of traveling so um with our with our business our, our especially this year our our photography business has kind of been a little bit of an escape for us because it's it's just a wonderful life enjoying great times with amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um we spend a lot of time up in Acadia National Park doing hiking and um relaxing up there. Nice. Um I personally try my hardest to stay in a um, meditation routine, so trying once a morning to spend about twenty minutes with meditation and stretching and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we both do um, physical stuff. We 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 spend some time at uh, at one gym or another around town and do uh, and do yoga as well.
0: Oh, nice! We love that. We always like oh. to ask just to see, you know, make sure everybody's taking care of themselves along the way. Right? <laughs> yeah.
3: I think the other thing that we really thrive on, um, we have the the Seacoast community here is really just an amazing community. So one of the things we really thrive on is getting out and being a part of the community. So whether it's local music or... um, You know, one business event or another, networking events. Um, We're trying. We try to. We live in a relatively small place. We bought a small place to encourage us to get out of it more, Mm -hmm. and um, we try and stay out of the house as often as possible. Though it's tougher in these colder days. Yeah, Mm -hmm, for sure.
1: Nice. Well, I love that, and I'm glad that you guys are like a married couple, and you're doing your thing like together with the visions there. And uh, even though it's uh, like a young business, I guess you'd say it's. um, I mean, I think. From what I've just seen myself and mm-hmm. stuff, like it's really getting out there. Yeah. Before really interested it in it so um yeah we're just really happy you guys got to come on and talk about your vision um we are going well we're live right now so for all of our listeners thank you Mm -hmm. for listening to um this little interview we will have this up on our itunes for all of everybody around the world to listen to as well um so do you want to add anything at all to um the broadcast and also could you plug in your social medias
3: again yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I would love to add that. Um, I think our our particular vision for this is that um, local is key. I, I really believe that local is is the answer to a lot of our problems. So, our organization has a has a has a big goal, but it's still a local goal to work with local people and affect our community. Um, but but the, the mission itself is not local or the or the, the thought anyway mm-hmm. is not local. So we work with organizations all around the world that are doing very similar stuff. There's a there's another organization up in Bar Harbor that's very similar to ours. We've talked with people in organizations in Massachusetts and California and Florida and Hawaii that all have very similar organizations that are working on, on their efforts locally to, mm-hmm. to have an impact. Um So I think that if you've if you've got seven or eight people that are interested in trying to make a difference in your town then then put together a little organization and and start um and start making a difference.
2: I think the best think the the challenge that we like to put out to people on how to kind of make a make a difference on a on a very personal level is Try to create as as few single-use um, inc- occurrences in your life as possible. So um, think about what you're using that will only ever get used once and try and avoid that. Or if you can't, try and figure out other uses for it mm-hmm. so that you can continue to reuse it. Mm-hmm. Um, and And just that one thing alone can create a huge amount of change in your life.
3: Definitely. There's two really quick exercises you can do is one is try and take the single use out of single or try and take the single out of single use plastic. So Mm -hmm. if you get a a set of fork and knife or you a straw or something, keep it with you and try and use it the next time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then and then the other thing is. I forgot the other thing. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, sustainable, SustainableSeaCoast.com, if you've got an extra 25 bucks and you want to become a member to help support our cause, head to SustainableSeaCoast.com, and there's a button right at top that says Become a Patron Member. Yes. Um, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Both are um, slash SustainableSeaCoast. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're looking for a wedding photographer, Kate and Keith oh, Photography. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Plug oh, Oh, gosh. Plug that in,
0: too. Tell us your social media for that if you have. It's for people that are looking for it. Go right ahead. It's, um, yeah, it's
2: Kate it's and Keith Photography. Yep. Kate, so. It's all spelled out, so Kate and Keith Photography. Wonderful. And you can see what we look like if you go on there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. We're totally going to And the, the dog, more
3: importantly, the dog. <laughs> great. <Definitely laughs> out
1: the, Very
2: nice. Well, Instagram
3: for Kate and Kate Photography.
2: Okay,
1: great. Awesome. Well, we're going to put that all in the show notes on our iTunes as well for we- our listeners that then at that time, they'll be able to access all of that information. Um, and again, we want to thank you so much for coming um, and talking to us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we are excited to see all of the good things that are on the way for 2019 for Sustainable Seacoast.
0: Yeah, and we'll be in touch. We're interested to see where you guys go, and we're interested to see in what upcoming events and things like that. We would love to share it to our followers, Mm -hmm. so you know everybody can kind of stay in the know and get involved a little bit more. Exactly. All right.
3: Oh yeah, that's. Oh, do we have two more seconds? Yeah, yeah. Go right ahead. if anybody's in the Seacoast area and you and you want to come out, there's a um, there's an event Wednesday night at tomorrow. Great. No, R- oh, that's tomorrow. Great yeah. Rhythm Brewing Company. The first fifty people get a uh, beer ticket, oh. and um, we're we're celebrating some local businesses that are that are doing their best to work towards um, sustainable options. So. There's going to be a couple awards given out and some some sustainable chat. and um, 6 to
2: 8 at um, Great Rhythm
0: Brewing. Right,
3: 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Great Rhythm Brewing.
0: Awesome. We'll definitely put that out there for you guys. For
1: sure. Well, thank you again.
3: Thank you so much, guys. We thank appreciate you. having the time.
0: Thanks, guys. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. So that was a wonderful little talk yes. that we had. Uh, I loved hearing everything about them. I love that they're a couple and that they're kind of doing this together mm-hmm. and really worshipping each other's vision. And yeah. um, I love the education and we hope that our listeners kind of want to get involved feeling a little bit more inspired. I know sure. I'm feeling a little bit more inspired oh, for sure yeah. after I mean, that. Especially since it's like if you're in the north like east and mm-hmm. stuff like that it's something to
1: definitely check out and even to go to some of their events um, especially if you're in the restaurant business. I mean we're in Union Square. There's so many places all over the place that could really benefit from this um, so we're really happy that we got to chat. I just wanted to kind of talk about um, because Keith and uh, Kate were talking about like single-use mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and how there's just like so much of it and it's kind of crazy. So I brought up some facts about that. Um, disposable paper cups contain about five percent polyurethane plastic, making composting and recycling of disposable cups extremely rare. Um, so when you're at like Dunk's and mm-hmm. you're you know American runs on Dunkins, you're
0: sipping down your tenth coffee of the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. Um, half a trillion disposable cups are manufactured annually around the world, and that's over seventy percent of the disposal cups um for every person on the planet
0: dang that's crazy crazy like, and even to think like because they mentioned like local numbers so like yeah. those no- local numbers are staggering and then when you right. hear the global numbers it's like
1: what? I know. what's and it's, happening and it's like that was like one restaurant yeah talked. one one and it's like how many that was just like insane of a number and it's like uh, it's just crazy. I know, like, when I it makes me to- speechless. Right. Like, like, really, like,
0: I start to think about it, and I'm like, what?
1: Right, and then if thinking about the environment, 4 billion trees, or, or 35% of the total trees chopped down, mm-hmm. are used in the paper industry. So crazy. it's like you're
0: contributing to that. And, and getting a little off-topic from, like, bigger scale, like restaurant things like that, but things that you could do to help reduce the use of paper is, like credit card statements or bank statements or like paperless. health insurance yeah. and things like that. You could go paperless mm-hmm. and get your statements online, car insurance, car payments, all that stuff. There are options to be able to do everything online get your statements online. So that's one way that you can reduce yeah, for um, sure. using paper Almost and with a click of a button. Yeah. Wicked easy. And then other things to get, I don't know. Thinking about is what other things that we can use for plastics, like hemp, for example. Mm-hmm. I know we, you know, we love hemp, no matter which <laughs> form it comes in. Um, but that's something that can be used as a renewable resource. It can make paper. You can eat it. You can yeah. wear it. You, you can, can build, build with that. it. I mean, it's there's so many things. So there are definitely options out there to to kind of spark people's minds and get people to start being Doing a little things. bit more eco friendly.
1: Yes. Um, I've even found like Cambridge Naturals, a lot of different mm-hmm. local places here. If you're not from this area, that and Amazon, mm-hmm. great um, place for most. Well, sometimes, uh, not yeah. To get there's, into that I feel subject, like there's a
0: little bit of controversial things happening with Amazon, <laughs> with Amazon but, <laughs> but
1: they do have a lot of um, things that you can buy, like bamboo straws. Yeah, or you can even. I've buy seen
0: glass straws or like metal straws. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot more options now for you sure. Can,
1: yeah, or like your fork and knife. Like you can have those mm-hmm. things on you. Like he was saying, and you can carry it with you. And if people think you're crazy, like
0: they're crazy. <laughs> for not wanting to get involved right. with this movement. And even things like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, like if you're a coffee drinker, I totally get it. Like I love to have a couple cups of tea a day. Mm-hmm. If I'm really feeling sleepy, I'll have a cup of coffee. But you can purchase a reusable cup from yeah. these places and yeah. you can actually go in if you like to go, you know, you don't like to make your coffee at home, you can still use the reusable cups to right. go in and the travel mugs and stuff like that and they'll refill it for mm-hmm. you there. Like if you're, you know, mm-hmm. a multiple cup drinker a day.
1: Right. And, and hopefully I, feel I would love the co-op like aspects because like when I'm in Vermont and Mm -hmm. stuff and you go to actual co-ops and you just bring your own little containers and you're just getting it all like that. And it's like in the city, I know it's a little harder, but I mean there are places (coughs) in the city where you can do these things
0: and local farmers markets mm -hmm. and they're usually going year round. Mm -hmm. I feel like for most towns, obviously in the winter it's going to be a little bit on a smaller scale, but
1: but I mean, if you, if you have the desire to do that, Mm -hmm. then There's always going to be an option Mm -hmm. for you, so. I know. We're super happy that um, we have a business that's not too far from us that are doing a wonderful things with their time and their vision, and especially having another business on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how we do Yeah, like. but, I love it. Hey, doing it. And we do have all of our old episodes up and running, so you can always go back to those and revisit. Mm-hmm. And this will be up for the ones that are listening right now live. We will have this up um, by the end of the week. So yeah. we'll be making announcements on our Instagram and our Facebook page to let you know when you can go download that. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to close out today's show and we're really thankful for all of our listeners all over the place, um, online and local. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you.
0: Yeah, and we're appreciative of our guests who have taken the time out of their days yeah. to come on and be with us and to share what they have, their gifts and their magic to the community mm-hmm. and to the people out there. So we love y'all. Awakening, awakening. Revolution. revolution, revolution, revolution. Awakening, 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 awakening. Awakening, awakening, awakening.